This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim Podcast. Now, I know there's a lot of uh, contentious relationships with exes out there, but do you dislike your ex to this point? Huh, this is a little wild, Jim. Yeah, so it's a son visiting his mom's graveyard in New Jersey is where this story starts, and she's been dead for a few years, and he's been noticing that somebody has been leaving deli bags full of feces by his mom's graveside. Bags of poop. <laughs> Thanks, Taz. Okay, so, in case yes. you don't know what feces just, is. Yeah, yeah, just Let's put case. it in layman's terms okay. here. Poop bags yeah. being left Doodle at the graveside. in deli bags. Um, and so he's like, he gets mad. He, I'm going to catch this piece of garbage, you know, desecrating my mom's yeah. grave. He sets up a camera. Who could it be? And he finds a guy not only leaving the, the, the poo-poo there, but also urinating on it every morning. And so he buys a better camera to get a better resolution because he can't quite see the guy's face. He buys a better camera. He puts it in, installs it. He finally captures the guy's face on it who's been doing it. And it was his mom's ex-husband, not his father from the story. She, she must have been married twice or just had a different baby daddy. But this was an ex-husband she had who she did have a kid with. He left her while she was pregnant, claiming that it wasn't his kid. A DNA test was done. It was his kid. So this guy's a deadbeat father already. He was coming back between 6.14 a.m. and 6.18 a.m. every day of the week with his current wife and peeing on his ex-wife's grave right on top of it. Now, I've heard that threat thrown around. Or, or that insult, I'm going to piss on your grave. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a classic. But I didn't know what people actually did it. I know. Well, the saying must come from somewhere. <laughs> and it is disrespectful. Yeah. Even though the person's long gone and it doesn't bother them at all. But, I mean, to see your mom's ex-husband doing that, this guy was talking to a local newspaper after the police busted the, the, the urinator, and he goes... <laughs> I can't get my wife to go to dinner, but this guy gets his wife to go along with him every morning to desecrate my mom's remains. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> That's is pretty wild. Maybe it's his new wife that is making him do it. She's she's like, well, if you you got to prove that you don't love that your ex wife to me. Yeah, you know, maybe she's the jealous type. Sure. If you don't love her, then why do you go pee on her grave every morning after six o'clock? Yeah, and maybe the past <laughs> woman is a terrible lady. Maybe she was a horrible person while she was alive. But to to commit your life to visiting the grave every morning, like once. It could be cathartic. I get it. Still disgusting. But to go back every morning, they're yeah. still controlling your life at that point. There are people that I've thought about, you know, maybe one day peeing on their graves. I probably won't do it. Yeah. But it's not something that I thought about making my routine. <laughs> my <laughs> you get addicted, daily you know? <laughs> it's like going for a jog every morning, you know? It becomes yeah. part of your day. <laughs> go for a jog, stop at the cemetery. Honey, why, are you, grog- whiz? why are you groggy all day? I don't know. I just didn't get my, my, my grave piss in this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know how cranky I get oh. if I don't pee on a grave to start the day off. The best of Taz and Jim. Remember the story we, we were talking about months back? Uh, the woman who was selling farts in a jar? Mm-hmm. She's a, a social media influencer, reality TV star. Her name is Stephanie Maddo, and she decided to go into business for herself. <laughs> It's always good to be your own boss, right? 
Now, is this the girl who was so enthusiastic for her farting in the jar business that it sent her to the hospital because she was eating all sorts of weird food to stir things up? That is correct. She okay. couldn't she couldn't keep up with demand. <laughs> So she had to supply chain, you know. supply chain issues. <laughs> <laughs> so she had to um, eat more protein. She mm-hmm. then got uh, some bad gastro stuff going on and had to go to the hospital because of it. So she stopped selling her farts in the jar, and I'm sure many people were very concerned for her uh, livelihood. Cut down in her prime, but. She has found a new product. Oh, boy. According to TMZ, she is now selling her boob sweat. Her boob hmm. sweat. And people are buying it. What the hell is going <laughs> on with this world? Uh, but again, supply chain issues. <laughs> There has been a uh, delay in production now with with her boob sweat online business. Uh, here she is talking about what's going on. A lot of you are like, wow, didn't this girl become the number one world's most successful far jar seller? The answer is yes. Now I have pivoted over to a new market and that is the cha-cha sweat market. Let's go on to the bad news now. I was... In my yard yesterday, I was supposed to be fulfilling orders these next two days while it's really, really hot. A black bear came into my yard, just chilling, eating garbage. So I am basically a prisoner in my own home. I cannot be in my yard doing my job, doing doing my work, doing what God intended me to do, which is pleasing all of my clients and saving marriages and making people happy. Saving marriages! <laughs> there are so many questions I have about that 30 seconds of audio. Yeah, so she, uh, she unfortunately can't lie by the pool and collect her boob sweat right now because there's a black bear in the neighborhood. Can't you just turn on the furnace <laughs> and go up the stairs a few times? It has to be by the pool sweat? Uh, well, everyone knows that by the pool sweat sweat that's where the money is that's the good, that's the good stuff mm. hmm. uh just like god intended <laughs> <laughs> so okay so she already went to the hospital for she, farts what it, she calls selling boob sweat work which is yeah. oh, i enjoyed it's uh, a boob sweat market she says that she is doing god's work the <laughs> lord's work and she also is saving marriages uh, i think uh, this lady may have a bit of a complex <laughs> Yeah, she believes highly in herself. Uh, Well, best of luck. Hopefully the weather stays nice where Stephanie is and that bear finds somewhere else to hang out so she can ramp up production again. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim Podcast. Yesterday on the show, I was telling you my son at the, uh, the dinner table on the weekend turned to me out of the blue and said, Daddy, you're not gonna be alive for much longer. Totally freaked me out. Oh, yeah. Like, I am the wrong guy to say something like that to, son. <laughs> He's a five-year-old, obviously. You know, he, he just uh, maybe saw something on TV or mm-hmm. heard something in the schoolyard, and that popped into his head. At least that's what I'm Or I'm had a hoping. premonition. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. I have been second-guessing everything I do. I'm like, well, maybe I should start eating better and working out more. And I'm like, hold on, but what if that's the reason I die? <laughs> What if I'm driving to the gym? Yeah. Or, drive off a bridge. What if I work out too hard and my chest explodes, <laughs> right? 
So the kid really got to me on the weekend. Yeah. And I, I also mentioned that I want to start a TV show. They used to have that one, um, Kids Say the Darndest Things. I want to start a show called Kids Say the Effing Creepiest Stuff. <laughs> All right? And we got mm-hmm. some backup here. Because uh, yesterday when we were having this conversation, we got this call from one of our listeners about something creepy that his kid said to him. Uh, so we'd moved into a new house, and I had a two-year-old. Oh, I still do, but she's older now. Um, and we had a robot vacuum that we named Bruce, and he ran at night. And so one morning she wakes up and goes, Bruce is stuck. And I said, well, how do you know Bruce is stuck? And she goes, Amber told me. And we don't know an amber. So I go down, and here's the robot vacuum stuck on a towel. How she knew that he was stuck, I have no idea. But, yeah, it scared the hell out of me and my wife. We've never heard from Amber again, but uh, we're waiting. (laughs) Amber will be the last thing you see. Yeah, I'm expecting that. Uh, honestly, I've made peace with it. You know, in this real estate market, we can't uh, we can't afford to move, so I guess we're stuck with Amber for the time being. They, they call it a mortgage for a reason. Death is right in the name. <laughs> Say hi to Amber for us tonight when you're falling asleep. And if you never hear from me again, you know that Amber got me. <laughs> creepy AF. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. It's always interesting. Where the, why Amber? You know, why that specific Where do name? these names come yeah. from? I don't know. I don't <laughs> Bruce, like why is the vacuum named Bruce? Another great question. Because <laughs> it's a loyal fellow around the house, oh, just yeah, like my dog. Your dog is named yeah. Bruce. Mm-hmm. The opposite of a Roomba. <laughs> this is the reason you have a Roomba. <laughs> if I drop flu- food on the floor, he's a Roomba. You should get Amber uh, over at your no, place. I'm good. <laughs> Amber's just trying to be helpful. He's like, hey, guys, the, the vacuum's stuck on a towel. You might want to do something yeah, about heads it. heads up. Hey, the toilet in the downstairs bathroom could use a cleaning. <laughs> yeah. You might need some drain over the sink just to tap, tap. Amber likes to keep the house in nice shape. Yeah. Don't be such a hater. It's like a free housekeeper, they're, that ghost. They're not all poltergeists. <laughs> Some are friendly. They're Caspers. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim. Podcast. There are some fun slang terms for some terrible drugs. <laughs> like what? I've always liked the devil's dandruff. The devil's dandruff for cocaine. Yeah, for the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce is marijuana. The devil's yeah. dandruff is cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty popular there with some of those Hollywood types, I understand. And one of them might be Amber Heard. The debate still rages. Mm -hmm. Did she snort cocaine on the stand during her testimony with with Johnny Depp suing her for defamation? She held a tissue up to her nose or a handkerchief up to her nose and seemed, instead of blowing out, to be sniffing in. And there are some people out there who think that she was doing cocaine in plain view of everybody, Mm -hmm. including the TV cameras, because that courtroom trial, as we all know, has been broadcast every second of it on television and then the Internet. We got a message from one of our Taz and Jim listeners. They say that they have been partaking in the devil's dandruff for 
decades. They used to. They used to. Are they clean and sober they, now? They claim they were, yeah. But they're pretty convinced from what they saw. Yeah. They that, said 1,000% that it was a sneaky cocaine bump. I'm impressed, man. But I guess if you're an addict, you'll find ways to do creative ways to get your fix, right? There could not be a more difficult place to do cocaine. You're on live television in the court of law beside police officers and a judge. With an A-list celebrity sitting across from you. Yeah, and he can smell that stuff from a mile away. <laughs> Johnny Depp has a real internal compass. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody having a cocaine or Got a, got a breeze over here. He starts floating like a cartoon character <laughs> when they're hungry. <laughs> they smack, catch a whiff of something good. Mm. Well, uh, you know this has been ratings gold, the the Depp herd trial. So they're obviously going to try and keep it going long after it's done. And there's a new television show that has been developed based on what's going on in the courtroom. Coming soon, inspired by Amber Heard, a new high-stakes, fast-paced courtroom drama where everyone's high on cocaine, even the judge. Order in my court. Order in my court. Why is this gavel now? Oh, this is a straw. Never mind. Sorry. Order in my court. The witnesses are high on cocaine. Yo, bro, I don't know if the person who stabbed that guy's in the courtroom, but look at that chick at the typewriter. Hey, babe, you want to go to Coachella with me? The lawyer's high. On cocaine. Ah, yes. Before the jury goes behind closed doors and deliberates the fate of my client, I have but one question to ask. Does anyone else miss the 80s? The jury is high on cocaine. Has the uh, <clears throat> jury made its decision? Um, no. Can we uh, take a bathroom break? Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's uh, recess and meet in the bathroom just one more time. The announcer for this ad is high on cocaine. Okay, you know what? Can we wrap this up? It's like 4 a.m. The People's Cocaine Court, where everyone's high on cocaine. Hey, who pooped in my robes? The best of Taz and Jim. There is a guy online who is speculating that the Loch Ness Monster, the, the head of the Loch Ness Monster you've seen coming out of the water in pictures, it may actually be people sighting, seeing whale penises. Oh, I have heard this. I have heard this theory. You ever seen one of those things? They're very weird. They look alien. They're, they're like a uh, soft cone. You know what I mean? They're coney. Yeah. Tapered. <laughs> Big time. So, yeah, when you look at the photo of the classic silhouette that everybody knows, yeah. right? It's all it's just a black silhouette of kind of a soft cone tapered head, you know? Could I could be see, a whale ding-dong. I'm, 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 I'm confused, though, because I don't know. I think a lock is like an inbound inland lake, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. So whales only live in salt water, as far as I understand. So, so how would the would whale a, get in there? Yeah, unless it's another creature's something. That's a good line of thought. You may have just de debunked this for everybody. Yes. But they do say that like back in the day, pirates and, and sailors, before they knew what whale penises looked like, would often mistake what they were seeing for some sort of sea monster and they'd sketch it in their books. And <laughs> <laughs> this if is what I saw. It's the equivalent, like the 1700s equivalent of drawing wieners in your high school textbook, I guess, and they didn't even know. <laughs> but like the Kraken, for example, 
the Kraken, the legend of the, the mythical sea creature, the Kraken, may mm-hmm. be some pirate back in the day seeing a whale penis sticking out of the water. True, because it kind of looks like a stubby tentacle. tentacle. Yeah. Right. Huh. So it gives a, a new meeting to Seattle's hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's an octopus going, hey, sticking his hand out of the water. Hey, guys. Hey, this is what whales do, though. They will. They are known to uh, swim upside down. And breach the surface. Th- breach the surface and, and let that thing flap around to and fro, <laughs> trying to attract some San Diego's. <laughs> is that, as we all know, you the know translation. What a, yeah, what a San yeah. Diego means. Oh, yeah. And the Anchorman fan out there could tell you. <laughs> And it's funny because what do you call it when like a human sticks their white butt out of the water? Remember that's an old trick you mooning. Pull? No, it's something oh, you call different. The white whale. White whale. That's when you do when you're in the swimming pool. You pull your bathing suit down and then you <laughs> you jump up and then dive to the bottom. Yeah. Give everyone a look at the white whale. White whale. So yeah, this is maybe the whales pranking their buddies too. I don't know. Yeah, you guys want to see a pink human? <laughs> <laughs> Loch Ness. You want to see the Loch Ness monster? Here it comes. <laughs> oh, Steve. The best of Taz and Jim. We are talking about the water park in Hamilton. Wild Water Works. CHCH News did a story about a teenage girl who's battling anorexia who says she was triggered after being asked to weigh herself before getting on one of the water slides at the water park. They're now re-examining their policies, but they say everyone needs to get weighed because it's a safety issue. Uh, There's uh, slides that have limits. You have to be less than 400 pounds to go on four of them. The other two, you got to be less than 300 pounds, and they just want to make sure that people are... They weigh what they say they weigh. For uh, reference here, we've got a message from Michelle says, My husband once lied at a water park about how much he weighed and almost went over the side of it. Oh, yeah. I was picturing the slide like breaking. But yeah, if you get too much momentum with your weight, the physics, yeah, you can go shoot over the side. Yeah, that makes sense. How much do you weigh? Uh, 140. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is a new thing or not, guys. This is another text message here. I don't know if this is a new thing or not, but we all went to a different water park in Toronto a couple weeks ago, and everybody gets weighed there every time. So it almost sounds like this is a uh, an industry standard here that hmm. you're getting weighed for safety reasons at water parks. I think it's just an unfortunate reality. Not every activity is for everybody. We've got a call here. What do you think, sir? Well, let's just say this. I'll tell you one thing that I can is when I learn. I'm six foot eight, and I'm 240 pounds. And, you know, I accept there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm never going to be able to go on. You know, you just have to face it. You think I don't want to ride a go-kart? Yeah. You can't ride yeah. a go-kart because you get, well, get clotheslined by a bridge? Well, man, I've had to dodge neon, and I can change the radio station with my knees. So <laughs> but why would you well, ever change the radio station with your knee? You got it on the right one, buddy. Well, well, definitely, definitely. But they're talking about Top Gun. You know that one at Canada's Wonderland? Yeah. Hiking, yeah. too. You know what? I was only about, you know, maybe a little foot past the line. And <laughs> it pretty much, you know, maybe you can make it, sweetheart. Look at it go by, see your legs plainly near those posts. I'm like, nope, let's go home. <laughs> Have you considered filing a human rights complaint? Oh, <laughs> a human's rights complaint. By the time it goes through with that, it would probably be a surgery to make me shorter. 
<laughs> what about slouching? <laughs> <laughs> That's natural. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's it's I I get it. Like the height thing is one thing. The weight is a, a little bit different. But at the same time, like people's safety has to be paramount. So hopefully they can find a solution that appeases most people. Hey, exactly. You know what? We're a community that usually does that as best as we can. But you know what? There's minorities, and we're not going to be able to satisfy everyone, right? Yeah. There's some people who don't get to do things that other people do. That's right. Do you find something comical about my appearance when I'm driving my automobile? Yeah. Everyone needs to drive a vehicle, even the very tall. This was the largest auto that I could afford. Should I, therefore, be made the subject? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim Podcast.